What's happening, people? This is Brad coming at you with the first true episode of my podcast, Bradcast. So, today I will be talking about my recent trip to Oregon, which happened around the beginning of July, like after Independence Day weekend, so... Yeah, and this episode will be much longer than the previous introductory episode, considering that there's going to be a lot of stuff to cover regarding my trip to Oregon. Although I won't talk about every single detail, there will be a lot to talk about, and I'll be mainly go- primarily going over what happened on the trip, what I did, some of my experiences, and also some stuff that I might have learned during the trip, so anyhow, and if you haven't liked the Facebook page, you should go like it, that way you'll be informed about new episodes and some production, and and I'm also looking to put this on YouTube, since it might be easier, although... I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to upload a long podcast episode on YouTube yet. But I'll let everyone know about that. In the meantime, this episode will be available on Anchor and Spotify. I'll look into putting this on Apple Music. No, not Apple Music. I mean Apple Podcasts somewhere down the road so that way if anyone goes on there using like an iPhone or something like that they could just do that instead of going to Spotify or Anchor if they don't have it so anyhow I'm going to start the story in 3 2 and 1 okay so before you know, I went on this camping trip all the way up to Oregon. I've been to the state of Oregon several times beginning in 2010 when I first visited that state during that summer of that year, 2010. The reason why I usually visit Oregon sometime is mainly just to visit my aunt who lives up there in Oregon, like way up there in Oregon, like around the city of Portland. Specifically a nearby city known as Oregon City where the Oregon Trail, I think, ended right there. And it's a nice little area, Oregon City and the surrounding area. Portland is an, is an alright city, I should say too. Although there are some parts of Portland I don't like, but it's still an, an, an okay city. I just, you know, like some of the... Stuff there like the Voodoo Donut, the original Voodoo Donut, I mean. Pretty good donuts, even though some might say they're overrated. You should go to some other place instead. Yes, somebody actually said something like that when I was waiting in the long line for Voodoo Donut. And this awesome grilled cheese place that's inside of the school bus, which is on a side of the city I don't like really, honestly, but that's a good grilled cheese place. Yeah, so what makes this trip to Oregon different from the past few trips where I usually go go up to like Portland and uh, Oregon City is that I'm gonna that I was in like an entirely different 
part of Oregon, like not the northern end, like the southern portion of Oregon, specifically in the wilderness around Klamath Falls and Crater Lake. And it was like the wilderness, I should say. So, yeah. And in the weeks leading up to this trip, I didn't think I'd be having that fun of a summer because of, you know, COVID and having to stay indoors a lot and having to social distance and not, you know, go outside so often unless if it's necessary. But then things started to loosen up a little bit and stuff like that. And I saw some of my friends and other family members go on their own trips who like the coast or like the hiking trail up near the Sierra Nevada and a couple of other places. Now, before anyone says, but were they wearing masks or were you wearing a mask, Brad? Yes. And every single one of those photos of those trips I saw of my friends and family taking part in, they all wore masks and it seemed as if they were still social distancing and well, not social distancing, like, you know, they're, like, staying six feet apart mostly or trying to keep their distance, you know. And I'm sure they still wash their hands. I brought a buck ton of hand sanitizer. And believe me, I brought myself a buck ton of hand sanitizer with me on this trip, along with my mask, too. So I was invited to this camping trip by my mom and her boyfriend. And I had to think this over because I've... Before then, I haven't gone camping in, like, years. Like, camping, camping. Like, in a... Either be a cabin or an RV or a tent. Especially a tent. I haven't done that in a long time. And this camping trip was supposed to be a week long. Like, almost a week. From Monday or Tuesday up until, like, the Sunday when we left. So, I had to think this over because, you know... Sometimes I worry about stuff like, oh, what if something bad happens when I'm out of state? Or what if there is some geopolitical stuff happening in another part of the world? And yeah, <laughs> I tend to worry a lot about stuff, you know. And then, you know, I started feeling a little bit down about stuff and, you know, kind of depressed. Which I sometimes do get depressed and feel down about stuff. And then I thought, you know, maybe if I go on this trip, it should give me a new and cool experience and maybe could take me away from, you know, what's causing such stuff, you know, that's been making me feel down and stuff. And I also consulted some of my friends and other family members such as my dad about it and they all agreed that this trip might be good, you know, it might be a good experience. And I started to warm up to the trip to the point where I was actually looking forward to going on this camping trip to Oregon. Okay, so that was when I made a decision. You know what? I think I'll go on this trip. It might be good for me. So, yeah, I was excited. Although, I had to prepare, obviously. So, I brought my masks, brought a duffel bag for some of my clothes, some shoes, some hats. Especially this one, you know, sun hat, which protects me from the sun. Some other camping essentials. Now, on the day, excuse me, on the morning when we left to Oregon, we went in my mom's boyfriend's RV, which is pretty big and looks very nice too. Although, the ride there was kind of... Well, you, you've been, if you've ever been on like a train or something, you know how sometimes jiggles and wobbles because of how fast it's going? Yeah, I kind of felt like that. And, you know, and I had to kind of 
be careful not to unlock the freaking fridge or else things would be flying out and stuff like that. Which, to believe me, the fridge door did open a few times in there. But thankfully, nothing splattered or anything. So, yeah. And on the way, we went by Redding. We went by Mount Shasta, which is always a beautiful treat to look at when you're heading up north. And a little town called Weed. Yes, there's a town called Weed right there, which is pretty funny considering that the word is weed is usually synonymous with a marijuana and all that stuff so yeah and they even have a weed store where they sell sure this is a little weed anyway so after that rather than taking like the i-5 we went on a different highway which i forget the exact name of the highway to a to go to a different part of the oregon california border and and man was that ride up there very very beautiful and very underrated i should say like you saw some rock formations some trees a little bit of forest and some flat grasslands like it kind of reminded me of you know red dead redemption or like witcher or some of these beautiful looking open world video games in real life like man it was beautiful and there's even a small town which i can't really remember the name but it had like this big old American flag in the middle of it. And then when we hit that part of the Oregon-California border after that town, the sign was a little different from the usual Welcome to Oregon sign, considering that this one, instead of being outlined in the, sh in the shape of the state of Oregon, it was basically a tree with Crater Lake there, and it says Oregon welcomes you, and there's like a bald eagle flying, because bald eagles were fair obviously, but I never saw one, unfortunately, but it, it would have been pretty badass to see one, so. And I took a quick picture, selfie right there, and then our first destination before the camping, excuse me, the campground the next day was a town called Klamath Falls. Now I'm not sure if it's a town or a city because it's like a kind of a weird place since it's a kind of near a lake too, like a huge lake called Klamath Lake. So, so when we got to Klamath Falls, we stopped by my mom's boyfriend's mother's place, which is a little nice house she had, and we and she was a very nice woman and very sweet too and kind of funny i should say and we ate some chinese food from this awesome place called king Wa, which if you ever go to that part of oregon you should check out that chinese place it was like so delicious very very good and then we spent the night in the rv and then the next morning we started to get ready to go to our campground and little did i know it, this was more than just some random camping trip that was planned out of the flipping blue turns out that this was somewhat of a family reunion kind of that my mom's boyfriend's family usually has like every year and some of these family members on my mom's boyfriend's family you know i've met before kind of but I've never met so many. Like, it wasn't that big, but it was kind of sizable, I should say, like around 40 people. So on the way to the campground, there's like a bunch of nice forests and mountains. And in Klamath Lake, I think that's what the lake is called. It's, it's supposed to be like a huge lake. So when we finally made it to the campground, 
I was amazed by what we saw. Like our campground was right on the near the shore of a lake called Lake of the Wood Woods, which is also the name of the resort in which the campground is part of. And right there, you have a beautiful blue looking, beautiful blue looking lake and some trees and you see this mountain called Mount McLaughlin which turns out to be one of the mountains that's part of the Cascade Volcanic Arc meaning that it was a volcano at some point or probably is still a volcano but it's not active unlike you know Mount Shasta or like Mount Rainier or Crater Lake which I'll get to a little later okay so man it was beautiful although I had to help, you know, unpack everything, especially with some of the other family members of my mom's boyfriends, you know. And, yeah, it had some heavy lifting, which, thankfully, I didn't really have much of a problem with, except for moving the smokers and stuff. Because, you know, I lift, you know. Everyone knows I work out. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you set up the tents and, well, most of them, I'm not sure if my own tent was, yeah, my tent was set up, so. And then that night we made some burgers and some hot dogs and they were pretty good and overall it was a pretty decent start of the camping trip true start of the camping trip I should say and then I slept in my tent which had an air mattress okay and I also had like a little lantern to light up just in case if I need like a nightlight or something to see overall but didn't really utilize it that much to be honest so yeah day two of the camping trip I wake up and I see some of the family members you know make breakfast and it was pretty cool considering that they had like a campfire right there and a big old pan skillet of you know my mom's boyfriend's brother who we call who we called spud because you know of a long story which i probably won't get into at all you know making potatoes but yeah i think it kind of has to do with, some potato, with potatoes so yeah so he was like frying potatoes and we had someone else making eggs and yeah it was wonderful and we also had like some coffee too which which I was relieved we had like a coffee maker at the campground because you know I love coffee especially when it's like dark and black but I'm not not that dark because I, there's like a way um, excuse me there's like a limit to how dark it could be like I mainly prefer like medium roast medium dark but not super dark or dark dark that's it's too smoky for me bruh so yeah and I interacted with some of the family members and we talked and they really enjoyed my company they really did enjoy my company and they thought it was funny and stuff like that and on that afternoon we took the boat that my mom's boyfriend recently recently purchased out on the lake and it was like the first time I've ever been boating honestly and and believe me that boat went fast like you know, I had to hang on to my glasses and my hat and my sun hat I was wearing and and I also got some really nice views as well if you go far around the lake. And the funny part is that there is like a little 
speaker set on the boat itself. And I figured, you know, I should request my mom's boyfriend to play the song I'm on the boat by <laughs> the Lonely Island. Like, if anyone remembers that song, I'm on the boat, goes like this. I'm on the boat. I'm on the boat. Take a good hard look on his mother effing <laughs> Yeah, that boat. That song, and yeah, everyone on that boat was cracking up when I started dancing and kind of lip syncing and going fast on the boat. Good, yeah, it was a good day to go boating. And then later on, we had some dinner. I forget exactly what we had on that night. To be honest but it was something very delicious and we you know started you know having some beer and just kicking back by the campfire that evening and and something about having a beer in your hand and by a campfire with some good company really makes you feel good for some reason because just talking cracking jokes and tell some stories and I got to learn more about some of the people there too. And they're very nice people, you know, very kind to me, even though that, you know, I'm not necessarily part of their family, but they sure treated me like one. <laughs> oh, and we also made some s'mores too, which we had both Hershey's chocolate, you know, regular Hershey's chocolate, along with Reese's peanut butter cups. And I tried both, and they were good. Although I will admit that the Reese's peanut butter cups were kind of dry for some reason, but. Yeah, they were still good. We had a good time. And I slept in my tent. Although my air mattress aren't just flattened out, so I had to get it aired up the next day. So, on to day three of the camping trip. Now, this is where things get very exciting because this was the day, a Thursday, to be specific, that we we're planning to go to Crater Lake. Yes, the Crater Lake, which is a location which I have heard of throughout all my years of my life through reading books and the internet and documentaries because, you know, I used to research like a bunch of the, the national parks and stuff and I always found Crater Lake to be something that I'd want to visit someday. And we finally were able to visit. Now, we didn't take the RV to Crater Lake, mind you. We had to borrow someone's car. One of the family members' cars, I mean. Okay, and... Then we drove, you know, through the forest and then to, like, this flat valley area going toward another forest, which looked like something out of a freaking western movie or something out of, you know, Red Dead Redemption, which... Was kind of funny because I saw some horses and some guys dressed as cowboys in their ranch. And I was like, man, I could really play some Red Dead Redemption 2 because I, that's one of the games I'm currently playing right now through Xbox uh, Game Pass. And yeah, and then we entered the forest again. And this is when something amazing happens. Get this my phone's signal just turns off. And just something about that just felt so satisfying when we got to the side of the forest going toward Crater Lake National Park because 
For some reason, I was still receiving phone service and data from the campsite, and and just it just felt so wrong for some reason because you're supposed to be after camping, you know, disconnected, but yet I was still, you know, going on like Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and uploading some photos. Like, believe me, I was uploading every single day from my trip photos of my experiences and whatnot of it which if you do follow me you probably already saw and probably gave it a like or a comment so but still it just felt so satisfying to be disconnected finally be disconnected so we finally made it to Crater Lake National Park and some of the places were closed because of COVID restrictions and everyone was required to wear a mask at the bathrooms and the gift shops and the customer areas and stuff like that and Took us like a little bit to get to the top where you get to see all of Crater Lake and took us like about 10 minutes just to get up there after going through the entrance of Crater Lake National Park. When we made it there, I saw some people with some masks on, masks off, but the masks were definitely, re the masks were definitely required for the restaurant and the, and the gift shop up there at the peak so when I walked out I was like oh my gosh it was one of the most beautiful sights I have ever seen in my entire life in my 24 years of life Seeing a huge, beautiful, blue, I mean still a super blue, refreshing looking lake. With some trees it's near the shore. And how, when you look down, it'll look pretty steep. And I've heard it's actually like an hour just to hike down there and stuff. And when you look around, it's like, very beautiful, like... I knew I had to get a picture of that site right away. So I got some pictures taken and some selfies by the, you know, good views. Especially the part where you get to look and you see a little island right there called Wizard Island. Which I think is a cinder cone, I think, because, because here's some information. Crater Lake was once a mountain called Mount... I forget the name of the... I'm sorry if I keep forgetting about stuff. There's like a lot that happened. But it was like a, a huge volcano that erupted like 7,000 years ago to the point where it just collapsed on itself and became a crater. Then it started filling up with water from like rain and snow and it, that's how it became Crater Lake that we know today. And believe me, I could if I got down there I would just try to dip my feet in the water and maybe try swimming. <laughs> Not to mention that I saw like a little tour boat going toward Wizard Island right there. And then I went to this other viewing spot which kind of takes you, that's like kind of going down a little bit but not too too far down where it has like a little viewing window and like a little muse, like a little demonstration but that was closed because of COVID restrictions. And that's where I got the best, widest view of Crater Lake. Like it was beautiful like you saw. It was like a crater with blue water. You look around, some trees on the sides, some mountains, especially the clouds out there. There's, it's like a little bit cloudy, 
well not cloudy but you know there's like plenty of clouds out there so i guess i would say mostly kind of sunny partly cloudy kind of so it was beautiful i also got some pictures taken too so after that we went to the gift shop and got some food and I got myself like a new t-shirt and a new awesome hat. It says Crater Lake National Park and it shows a bear on it. Okay. And then we went back to the campsite. And there's still some sun out. So I decided, you know, why not I go walk around for a little bit. Maybe check out this hiking trail that I heard up that allegedly takes you to like uh these lava rocks because remember this we are in the cascade volcanic arc remember okay a lot of these mountains near us are either volcanoes or were volcanoes okay so i started to go to, down this trail and i started to get very creeped out not gonna lie because it started to look a little bit swampy where i was and some of the trees were dead i heard some cracking sounds and some i'm not sure if it was like a it's like from the trees or from an animal that's causing the cracking sounds. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I went a little farther. But then I figured, you know, dinner is going to be ready. And I should probably head back. So I was walking back. And I'm going to be honest. Right when I was at the part, I looked a little swampy, okay? I thought Shrek was going to say, get on my swamp. <laughs> I was like, oh, flip. So... Yeah, so I went back to the campsite and had some dinner. I believe that night we had, uh, I think, tacos, I think, and carne asada tacos, and they were very, 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 very delicious, I should say. <laughs> then we started talking more by the campfire, having some beer, you know. And that night, I, when I was looking up at the night sky before I went to bed, in my tent, obviously. Because, uh, because of the lack of light pollution, I could see almost every single star in the night sky. And it was beautiful. I mean, very beautiful. And I wish I could, take, I could have taken a photo of it, although my iPhone camera, you know, doesn't work in that way. So, bummer. So... I just went to bed. Day four. So day four followed a similar routine where I just got up, got some coffee, hung out by the campfire, had some, you know, breakfast, and and I decided, you know, maybe it'd be a good day just to go to one of those chairs that are out there by the shore of the lake where it's not so noisy and grab one of my books I've been reading, like, the Mongol Empire book or the Dune sequel and just read in peace for that morning and it was a very nice experience just to read a book by the lake's shore and then we went on the boat again but this time I actually had the opportunity to go to a shallow well not too shallow part of the of the lake and just jump in the water and just swim in it for a little bit 
Although I was kind of nervous in jumping in because I wasn't sure how cold it would be or if I'd get infected by some freaking parasite in there because of, you know, some shit stuff I saw on Animal Planet a long time ago. But I figured, why well, not just jump in? So I jumped in and believe me, it was quite refreshing to be in a lake water. And I actually swam around for a little bit, then got back on the boat. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Before I continue, I have to go grab something real quick. So it'll be a few seconds. Hold on. Okay, so I have returned after taking a few seconds to go grab something really super quick. So... Yeah, on that yeah, so on that same day I went swimming in the lake for a little bit. I actually had a shot of using an axe to chop some wood. And and that was pretty that was a cool experience, not going to lie. And Although I had to be careful to make sure not to chop off my freaking leg or something. So, yeah, because I had to chop some wood for some firewood. But it was my decision to try it out anyway so okay so this was so that was day four yeah that was day four of the hold on oh yeah some more stuff actually happened on the day after swimming and chopping some wood, I actually went to stop by at a gift shop at the resort, which a mask was required, by the way, to enter a gift shop because, you know, COVID, gotta be careful. You don't wanna catch a fucking respiratory disease. I mean, virus, had a camp, so I was having fun. So I had my mask on, decided to look around. I was mainly there to grab like a can of Angry Orchard. You know, I love Angry Orchard, hard apple cider. Very tasty stuff. My favorite alcoholic beverage. And I also bought myself a coffee mug, you know, to use, you know, and a souvenir as well. well as a souvenir, I mean. Then I walked back. The dinner we had that night was prime rib and turkey. Now that was delicious, I should say. Very delicious prime rib and turkey. Like the actual big turkey that you eat on Thanksgiving dinner, okay? That was very delicious. Very delicious indeed. And what followed was some Cornwall. I mean, what's that name of the game? It's where you throw like a bean bag at some hole. Cornhole, yeah. We played some cornhole. That was pretty fun. Had a good time playing some cornhole with them. Mm -hmm. Now that wraps up day four. Okay. Now, day five, which was actually the final day before we took off the next morning, I decided I should wake up this morning to try to find some of the fog that's on the lake because I saw a photo taken by by my mom's boyfriend's mother of some very thick fog, you know, on the lake. Well, 
because it was like cold when we came. Believe me, it was pretty unusually cold in the wilderness for some reason compared to like the, you know, the rest of California or like Oregon, especially Medford, which I heard was still kind of like 9,500 degrees. But over here it's like, like 70, 60 around there. So I wake up that morning, it's pretty flipping cold I should say, so I had my sweater on in the mornings mostly before it warms up a little and as the day progresses. And I saw a little bit of fog, but it looked more like steam, you know, as if it was simmering. And I still thought it was a cool sight just to see, you know, just the lake and the, a little bit of fog and Mount McLaughlin in the background with some coffee in my hand. Glorious, especially around sunrise. Glorious. So I did some stuff. Mainly just, you know, just hang out by the shore of the lake and have some fun, fun, fun in the sun, something, something. Yeah, old <laughs> Beach Boys song right there. No. And got to go swimming in the shallow parts of the lake's shore. Although it was kind of, there was a bunch of rocks in the shore. So I had my, had to have my flip-flops on, obviously. So, because it like freaking hurts your feet when you're just on, you know, some rocks. Okay, so... And after that, I decided, you know, maybe I should go a little farther out there and see what's up. Okay, so I decided to go on that trail that I talked about earlier and just go deeper inside of the forest and see if I can make it to those lava rocks people are talking about. So I go deeper and deeper, and I felt like I was getting bit by a couple of bugs here and there, which... Which is my fault because I should have, you know, sprayed some of that insect repellent on me. And I kept going in and I started to see some tents, some cabins. And then I started getting lost. Well, not literally lost. Like I didn't know where to flip I was going, but, you know, lost in the scenery. The, ma the majesty of the being by yourself in the forest, in the Oregon wilderness, the sounds of the animals and the birds. Although there was a highway kind of near the trial, so I occasionally heard like the cars zooming by and whatnot. But still, it was still in the forest though, and I kept walking, enjoying the sights, saw like a creek, some fallen trees. Although I was a little concerned I might get jumped by a bear. Which, speaking of which, it was actually a bear sighting by the resort. But it was far enough away from, you know, the campground. So I was safe. So. So I started going by this part where there was some more cabins and some tents of campers. And then I got to this one part where I saw like a, someone's boat and a cap on the tree branch and I could see some geese you know swimming and some ducks and I could see my campground at the other side like I was already on the other side of the lake where I could see my campground and stuff and I thought it was nice although I decided you know it probably ain't worth it just to you know go farther out because it's probably gonna be late for dinner anyway and I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys okay when I, the sight of uh, someone's ball cap on that branch kind of creeped me out. I was like, creeped me out. Because I was like, oh crap, what if this is Friday the 13th, man? I've been here to, 
like Jason Voorhees he's trying to kill me or something. Oh my god. So I figured, yeah, I should probably head back before I get freaking stabbed to death or something. So I head back. Enjoy some more of the sights on the way back. Then when I got back, dinner that night was mainly just leftovers, you know, from the past couple of nights. Mainly just a prime rib and some river pork ribs and tri-tip too, you know. Oh yeah, I think we had tri-tip one of those nights too. It was good. Very good. Also had some... I also decided to hold off on the alcohol, you know, that night for some reason. And I tried to enjoy that night as much as possible. And I decided that maybe I should sleep in the RV. And... Because... I, because it, when I, don't get me wrong, I like sleeping in the tent, but I kept hearing some weird noises in the tent. Like, I wasn't sure if it was some hooligans, you know, being all crazy outside, or some animals. Which, I did see a deer, you know, near the campground, which was a pretty cool sight. And I got a little closer to it, but not too, too close though. But just enough to get a picture of it, and just to examine it, just walking by the campground. I also saw a freaking bat in one of the bathrooms at the campground, which creep, which kind of scared me because I know COVID came from a bat. <laughs> so, but it's still kind of cool to see all these critters and stuff like. Well, the most common critter I saw were chipmunks, and they're pretty cute. Like I've seen squirrels before, like all over Fresno State and really college. But chipmunks, you know, they're like smaller than squirrels, and you know. Anyway, I'm going a little off topic talking about animals because we were talking about noises I heard in the tent and it went to animals because they might make noises, but yeah. So, day six, which was the day, you know, we started to pack up after having some breakfast and, you know, it was kind of sad, well, because, you know, I really enjoyed the trip and enjoyed... The company there, and the resort, and the lake, and the sights, and the sounds. But before we packed, we had some breakfast, and I decided, you know, just get one last look at the lake. You know, the shore, like the lake water, the ducks, the trees, Mount McLaughlin right there. That mountain that you see in the background. And I made sure to get up a little extra early so I could actually get to see some thick fog, but yeah, it was still like the thin fog, you know, that looked like steam. And I just stared at it with my cup of coffee as long as possible. And I thought to myself, I'm going to miss this sight so much. I really am going to miss this sight a lot. So after breakfast, we packed up and we said our goodbyes and then the RV was set and we started going home. And just like that, the camping trip came to a conclusion. Now... Now... One thing that I learned on this trip was that there's actually a lot more to this world than what you see on social media or where you live because believe me this is a beautiful world out there and some unknown stuff is out there as well you just gotta take time to visit the 
unknown parts of your world and just explore it and bask in it. And being on this trip, especially in the parts where I was like alone by the lake shore or camping, no, on the hiking trail and stuff, I felt really at peace, you know, at peace with myself, mentally, and it really made me feel better too, after that one week of feeling down and stuff, and believe me, it's not all about that negativity you see all over social media, there is a lot more to this world than what's around you and and my advice is if you get the chance go to somewhere it doesn't matter where if it's be if it's like the coast or the forest or even the desert even yeah you could go to death valley national park you know it's gonna be hot as hell down there there is still a lot to see i've heard and you know just don't pay attention to your phone or anything just explore or just sit down somewhere and bask and whether it be at the beach by the water and the crashing waves or by the lake and the wilderness with the trees and the animal sounds and the wind, trees, or even at the desert with the sand. Oh, I hate sand. It gets all... <laughs> anyway, Star Wars reference, my bad. The sand and the rocks and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, just go out. There is a lot more to this world than what there really is. And that's one thing I learned from this trip, being in the Oregon wilderness for a little, for almost a week, based on what I've described. So, yeah, so this wraps up the first premiere episode of the Bradcast, in which I talked about my trip to Oregon and my experiences and what happened, what went down. And... And, and be sure to stay tuned for any upcoming episodes. And you can find this episode on Anchor and on Spotify, along with other episodes. So I'm not sure what the next episode will be about. I'm still brainstorming, but I'm thinking about maybe having a guest over on Zoom and I could get the audio from that Zoom meeting and we could talk about something. Or I could talk about, you know, some something else. So anyway, I hope you really enjoyed, you know, this episode of the broadcast. And tell me what you think of my story of my camping trip to Oregon. And let me know if you've been on any other trips or you learned about something. Okay? Anyway, this is Brad of the Bradcast signing out.